welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Hello, all you beautiful divine badass babies out there. We are here today. And our topic for today is we're going to be talking about manifesting. So manifesting the good, the bad, and the ugly. So we're going to start, I guess you can say, by explaining a little bit about manifesting what it is. And I think most people have heard the term, they get all excited, you see all these gurus Mm -hmm. out there that says, just think this and all these beautiful, wonderful things are just going to drop in your lap. Mm -hmm. And although there is that good aspect, how we do create, it's really important to understand the process as a starting point, and how manifest can have a direct impact in your life. So me and Kim have taken, as you know, the spiritual coaching program and as master coaches and spiritual practitioners, manifesting in the creative process is one of the biggest areas that we had to learn about and not just learn about it, but actively begin to implement it in our life. And I know for myself, Kim, I'm sure you're probably the same. It's made a huge impact on my life when I truly, truly understand how it all works. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I think I've never felt so in control of my life and empowered because, like I said, learning that creative process and how we ourselves create, we can look at our life and instead of getting all upset about what's going on with it, if we don't like it, we can be like, ooh, I see how I'm creating that. I'm now going to change that. And we know we have those tools and and knowledge to go within and shift our own energy so that we can create the life that we want. And sometimes it's, you know, a slower process, but it still is a process. And eventually it outpictures in our lives. But it's knowing that creative process slash manifesting how we manifest is so important. Yeah, I don't think we realize how much we actually are doing it in our life. So let's start with the term manifesting. Very simply put, manifesting is what you think goes into universal law, which then comes into form. So what we think goes out into the energy and it develops through a tangible, it might be an object, it might be a situation. So it's it's very much a simple explanation, but I think sometimes simple is the easiest way to look at it as well. It doesn't have to be something big, long, you know, a definition, confusing. And you've heard me say multiple times, thought is energy and words are energy. There's energy attached to all things. So when we talk about manifesting from the good perspective, we need to have it in our mind what it is that we want to create in the first place. Kim, I don't know about you, but I don't know how many times I've worked with clients and I said, okay, so what do you want in your life? And they'll Mm -hmm. go, "Hmm, I have no idea. Yes. So it's really tough to create something if we don't know what it is we want to create in the first place. So that's Mm -hmm. always the first step to look at. So it's beautiful that we can hold all these ideas in our mind. We can think about the things we want to create 
And I think sometimes we think that it's just that little genie up in the sky and we're, we're going, or as you like to say, Kim, the waiter, yes. I'm putting <laughs> my order in and that, that universal energy just goes poof, here you go, not a problem. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to say on a positive aspect of creation, can it happen that way? Most certainly. There are opportunities. I think sometimes we get stuck in our minds too. Well, this is something really small to manifest, and this is something larger. Therefore, the small thing takes less energy than the large thing, and and that is not a truth either. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? As you were talking, I think one of the things that came forward for me was when it comes to manifesting, it's about taking that personal responsibility. And I think that that is part of the the good thing about manifesting because it actually empowers you. Because when you're able to take control of your life, when you're able to say, I am creating this and knowing that in your heart of heart that you have the power to shift it because if it doesn't feel good or it's something you don't want, you are in control of shifting that for yourself. And I think that that is one of the most important things to think about when it comes to manifesting is that you are in control. You have this power within you that you can tap into so that you can change your life as you choose. And when things aren't going the way you want them to go, you have the personal responsibility to change it to, well, not even change it. You have the personal responsibility to sit with it and accept it for what it is, or use the power of your thought and those feelings and universal law and shift it into what you want to create. I love how you say, you know, what you want. It is so true. Yes, we need to know what we want. I think the foundation of understanding how we create, because even if we're in a state or we have something going on in our life that we may view as being negative, we see Mm -hmm. it, uh, you know, why does this always happen to me? We're very good at going into the victim place. Mm -hmm. And through the understanding of the creative process and manifesting, I can step back and go, oh, I don't have to be a victim. I am not a victim. Mm -hmm. So where is my thought going? Where is my energy going that I... I personally am creating this obstacle, the situation. I always look at it as opportunities for growth. Yes. Telling me that something within myself is not in balance or I'm feeding what we may call a limiting belief or command. Somebody's told me something about myself in the past Mm -hmm. and I've chosen to take that as my truth. Mm -hmm. And so when we get into, if you will, the bad and the ugly, when we have the understanding on how we are actually creating, if you will, the negative things or what we view as being negative in our life, as you said, Kim, the responsibility comes back that we can change it. It's the understanding we can change it, but it's also understanding we've created it, Mm -hmm. right? So nothing is, sorry, I'm laughing because my guides gave me the image of a monkey throwing shit at a wall. (laughs) You know, I think sometimes we think that that's just the way it is and it comes flying at you and, oh my God, why is all this happening to me? Right. And that's why when we look at the good aspects of manifesting, the understanding that we can choose something different, but it also means we have to do some work in order to get to that place where we're manifesting really what we want at the end of the day and not just, as I said, flinging shit at a wall. Absolutely. It's not just thinking a good thought and expecting it to happen. It's about being open to the possibilities that are coming. But part of manifesting, it is shifting your energy. It is about focusing on a positive mindset of what could be is being or you know what I mean? Like it's, it is what you want. And when you are focusing on I want to say the positive or the good and being in that feeling of that creation, 
that is shifting your energy and actually drawing it in. And that's one of the positive things about manifesting is that one, it makes you feel optimistic. You're like, yes, like there's, there's fucking hope. You know what I mean? Like, I wish for this. I hope this can happen. And in doing that, you start to feel different as you start to envision this vision of what you're creating. You start to feel so positive and so happy inside that shift is happening. So you're gaining that confidence of like, yeah, you know what? I can fucking do this. Like this can happen for me. And you will start to, the more you start to feel that you're going to start to see that in your reality because opportunities are going to happen. Doors are going to open. People are going to get in front of you because you are looking and attracting that you're being aware of what's in your surroundings. And you're like, Oh, wait, I know this person knows this person who can help me with that dream. It just starts to form in such a beautiful way. Well, you're you're bringing up some beautiful points that is very much important to bring forward. And it can go into the good aspect and it can also go into the bad aspect. And that is the aspect of feeling. So logically, we have to have the vision. We have this beautiful, powerful imagination. Mm -hmm. And that is a big part of the process as well. So when we use the if you will, the logical mind of the thought to say, this is what I'm looking for. And then I use the powerful imagination and I'm going to put myself in that situation as though it's happening right now. Cause we always manifest in the moment, not the past, not the future. Mm -hmm. We own it as though it's there in place now. And we're directing energy from the aspect of saying, you know, I'm demanding this, I'm declaring this. Mm -hmm. When we talk about the feeling from the bad aspect And you may have heard this lots of times where people will just turn around and say, hey, I've tried this for a week and this stuff just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And when we come back to the feeling and the thought, it's so important to recognize, as me and Kim have said before, we are manifesting Mm 24-7. So if I'm trying to manifest something and then my thoughts go into this doesn't work, why am I even doing it? My vibration has now shifted into that place of, well, this doesn't work. Why am I even bothering? Mm -hmm. So it's really important to people understand it isn't that the manifestation doesn't work. It's coming back to the aspect of you as the individual within your mindset, within your feeling, within your energy has now said it doesn't work. So that's the energy you're actually sending up and sending out. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the universe will go, hey, let me do that for you. I can do that. Not a problem. Mm -hmm. I think we have to remember, too, that there's divine timing. You have to stay in that belief and just know that it's going to happen. You know, you can hear those like those critics being like, well, that's just false hope or you're going to make people feel worse because they're trying to change something and it's not working for them just because you're making them think that all you have to do is believe. But when you can understand the creative process and how we actually manifest, but You can, you literally can create whatever you want. You can, you have that power within you. If you've done your inner work, you can, if you don't have a belief that's blocking you from having it happen. This is why, again, it's so important to do that inner work so that you can go into, and I guess we'll go right into it right now, which is the ugly side of manifesting, which is like you said, we manifest 24 seven. And those limiting beliefs that are within our subconscious mind, within your soul, are creating with universal laws. And if you have the belief of, I'm not good enough, I don't have enough money, I'll never get that job, I'll never have that house, those are the beliefs that are working 24-7 with the universe, that is your waiter, to create 
and you don't even know it. Yeah. It's such a deep part. And when we talk about the ugly aspect, as we grow up, we experience situations, we can call them traumas, emotional traumas, whatever word we want to use. But Mm -hmm. as we're growing up, we're being imprinted by our parents, our teachers, our communities, everything that surrounds us. But we do have a choice at the end of the day, whether we take that as being a truth or not. And this is what we refer to the limiting beliefs or commands. If people in my life always left me, then my belief could be I'll always be alone or Mm -hmm. I'm always abandoned. And so when we talk about the manifesting the 24-7, we manifest from the subconscious mind. So the conscious mind plays a part in the process. But at the end of the day, it's also the feeling that is sitting within the subconscious. So if you feel like you are not worthy of it, or as Kim said, you can't achieve it, Mm -hmm. that is what is being sent up. So it doesn't matter what the logical mind is thinking going, yeah, but I do deserve this. If our feelings are not in alignment with that creation, then ultimately at the end of the day, we are still creating from, I don't say the darker part of ourselves, but it is those areas, that little voice that talks to us that tells us we are not good enough. Mm -hmm. I could listen to you talk all day. Like you're just (laughs) such a powerful teacher. (laughs) And Kim, I wanted to touch on something briefly when we were talking about the the good stuff. We always come back to the feelings Mm -hmm. and really, really, really don't get in our heads about, well, this is big and this is small. Therefore, this is going to take a long time and this isn't. Mm. Can it truly develop right away? It can. Yeah. But if we have the belief is, and I said this earlier, if this is big, it's got to take more time. Mm. Right. Which is not necessarily the truth. That is a limiting belief right there. Right. Mm -hmm. And we don't control the outcome. So we're not saying by two weeks, I want this in play. There you go. We have no control over the time. The universe knows that energy knows when we are actually ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. And as an example, if I'm asking for, I want love in my life, mm-hmm. part of my mind may, may be saying, oh, this is a partnership. This is a mate. This is a husband, wife, whatever. But the universe may only hear you want love in your life. So it may come through in other ways. Mm-hmm. So just because it may not create or manifest exactly the way you see it, it can still be coming in in a different form because at the end of the day, they know, I shouldn't say they, but the energy knows what we're ready to receive. Yeah, I think it's like putting it in a box. Yeah. So example of money, if I'm looking for a hundred, you know, hundred thousand dollars, and if I'm just focusing on the hundred thousand, again, we don't go, oh, it has to come this way. I think a lot of people do that. They try and control the way or the method that it's going to come in. That's Mm -hmm. something we have to let go of too. But that money may come through, oh, I've got a new job and that new job may come through with a new opportunity. It isn't necessarily like it's going to be dropped in your lap, but you will have the intuitive side speak up to you to say, oh, do this, do that. A person will come into your life. The process or the situation or the opportunity will step forward. So I I really want to make that clear. It's not just going to be dropped in your lap, but that represents the fact that you have to make changes. Maybe that's going to be you stepping out of your comfort zone. Maybe somebody's now inviting you out and you're kind of going, well, I I don't want to get out. Well, how do you expect things to come in? Mm -hmm. If you're not taking those opportunities that are being dropped in your lap to see you through to what it is you're trying to manifest. Mm Because I think, again, we get wrapped up in that. I make jokes, you know, if you're looking for a partner, it's not like, poof, there you go. They're just going to appear in your living room. (laughs) You know, my job now is to be aware. I put the energy up. But what are the opportunities that are coming through? Maybe somebody is inviting me out. I'm going to connect with someone there. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm being drawn to take a course. And maybe that course, you're going to find that person there. 
So mm-hmm. I want to make it clear, it is very much about stepping back after we've put it out and say, okay, universe, I'm going to be aware. I'm going to watch and see what's coming forward. And I'm going to have the courage to step into that, wherever that's going to lead me, knowing that this is part of my creation. Mm-hmm. Power. <laughs> <laughs> I love manifesting. I do know. too. I do too. I think when it comes to manifesting, though, when it comes to manifesting, we as society have ignored our feelings for so long that we don't pay attention to those feelings or those necessary thoughts that are coming through. Because if we're being honest, those negative thoughts, they're normal because they just kind of flow through and you don't necessarily realize that they're you know, limiting beliefs that are being used to create. And then if you're feeling a certain way, we are taught, you don't talk about your feelings, you don't, you know, you don't bring it up, you put on a smile, and you push those feelings down, and you suppress them. So one of the, I think the most important things about manifesting is really coming back into connection with your own soul and being able to acknowledge what you're feeling and knowing that what you're feeling is what you're creating in that moment. Yeah, and you bring up a beautiful point. I mean, it also comes back to exactly what we're teaching. I mm-hmm. am divine. The essence of the spirit of who I am is perfect. Yes. Human aspect, we can get stuck in our traumas and our experiences and they play out. But when we can begin to remember that we are divinity, we're not mm-hmm. trying to suppress our emotions. We're not trying to hide them away. But when we have a situation come forward that maybe there is what we deem to be a negative emotion attached, sit in it feel it, go through what you need to go through with it. But then we can step back and go, you know what? I know this is something I'm creating because who I really am is perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. So therefore I can begin to shift in those manifestation. But this is why when we talk about limiting beliefs and things like that, how important it is to do that work so that we can begin to shift it and change it. One is we clear out the subconscious mind. We are reprogramming it from a perspective of a more positive aspect in the understanding of who we really are and how we manifest. Mm -hmm. Another aspect when we're talking about the limiting beliefs in the mind, it is coming back to the understanding. So when we recognize what our limiting beliefs are, what our commands are, It's not just about the reprogramming of them, but we begin to see them blatantly in our life when they show up. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a case, I'm going to heal all this stuff, which we do do. But now when a situation arises, I can go, oh, I can see exactly that trigger that's stepping forward is a limiting belief that I'm still working with. So now Mm -hmm. I don't have to fall into the drama. I don't have to fall into the situation. I can go, oh, I see it's that little part of myself that's still trying to self-sabotage me. Mm -hmm. one that tells me I haven't completed my healing. So maybe there's another situation, another memory, another trauma that's sitting there that I can do work with. And this is why we always refer to it as layers of an onion Mm -hmm. as we do the work. And it may be stuff that is subconsciously there. So we've talked a little bit about bringing things forward from past lives, the access to the Akashic records. We talk about epigenetics where it can come through down through the lines where it actually is resident and sitting in our DNA. Mm -hmm. So sometimes these traumas are coming from past association or past lineage that we're not even aware of. So as we continue to reprogram, we see it coming up. It just continues this growth and learning pattern because it helps us to continue to dwell into those, again, I don't like the term dark places, but getting into that energy to continue to release it, remove it. When I do that through my spiritual practices, through my prayer 
whatever that is for you, I continue to remind myself who I am. And as you said, Kim, you start to feel better because you stay in this higher frequency more regularly. And Mm -hmm. the other aspect, what I see is I find that I hit the wall less. Yes. And when I do hit the wall, one, I hit it less because I've done the work around it. Mm -hmm. When I do hit the wall, I can immediately go, oh, I see what this is. And I can choose to act in a different way. I can shift my feelings and emotions into a different place. Yes, we acknowledge it first. We go through the human aspect of the feeling, but then we can step back and say, "Hmm, that's not really me. Mm -hmm. God is perfection. I am perfection. Absolutely. I think too, we, we have to, I think maybe say that just because we have these limiting beliefs doesn't mean that, you know, I don't want to, I'm thinking like someone's going to be hearing this and being like, oh my God, it's freaking hopeless. Why am I even bothering? I've got all these beliefs and blah, blah, blah. It's like, why am I going to try? But it doesn't mean that you can't manifest. What I think manifesting is doing is it's teaching you how to be in control of your thoughts and your feelings. And it's making it very, you know, at the beginning, very intentional. And then the more intentional you get with your manifestations, then you start to, I think what happens is you start to get that empowered feeling and you start to come into that higher version of yourself. And then you start to feel and go on that deeper level of getting into those limiting beliefs within your subconscious mind. And so then you go even deeper. And then once you start to clear out those limiting beliefs, like you said, Paula, it comes easier. It comes more natural. You're not as triggered. You're not as reactive. So it really is a beautiful process. And I think it's almost like there's like manifesting for beginners and then there's manifesting for experts because when you go into, like you said, clearing out those beliefs and you can see those beliefs and you can see how it's outpicturing in your life, then you can change things. But there's definitely, I guess you could say like a spectrum as to where you, you start and where you can end up. Yeah. And I love how you said manifesting for beginners <laughs> yeah. and that those have done it for a little bit more time because, yeah. you know, as a beginner, Sometimes I think we do fall into that sense of hopelessness that we can't do it. But when we have the knowledge and understanding and the teaching and the wisdom that we can bring into our life and we go, oh, I see what's really going on now, then we begin to manifest on a deeper level. So it isn't just about the tangible things that I want in my life. For me, some of the stuff I'm manifesting is just happiness. Yes. It is a choice. People don't understand when I say that you choose how you feel. Yeah. I can be reactive to a situation making somebody else wrong, making that situation outside of myself saying, well, I didn't do anything wrong. It's this person doing this to me. Yeah. Well, no, let me step back. If my limiting belief is saying I'm not good enough and this person is treating me as though I'm not good enough, that's all on me. Mm-hmm. And I can bitch and complain outside of myself and put it on somebody else. And yeah. here we kind of end up going down the rabbit hole. I keep repeating the same things mm-hmm. because I haven't looked into the deeper part of myself where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. And we well know, I mean, we've seen it, Kim, that when I change that belief about myself, it changes everything. I might be having yes. fights with a partner. And as soon as I stop making that partner wrong and trying to control how they're treating me and come back to me, it was amazing how those relationships externally shift. Absolutely. It's like a magic wand. And I know I've told clients, coaching clients about (laughs) this and they're like, yeah, right, whatever. But then they come back and go, oh my God, I can't believe how much this person changed. Yeah. Yeah, Because you changed your energy. Yeah. I always, I always refer to it as a superpower. It is your superpower and you have the power to create how you feel about yourself. You have the power to change, changes your reality. Mm-hmm. And it really helps us to see, I think, when we think about manifesting and the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, the yes. good, we can create these beautiful things, yeah. the bad, if we don't believe it, it's not going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. And the ugly aspect is we are subconsciously manifesting from our fears, our trauma, our worries, whatever that is, our anxieties. And now how do I get control of that? You know, so it is so much more than just having this guru go, go off and meditate and do this and think of all these lovely things. Yeah. There's so much deeper work that has to be done. But mm-hmm. this I will say. Sometimes it's tough to pull the skeletons out of the closet and Mm -hmm. to go into the emotion of the feelings that we've buried for so many years. But once that work is done, I'm clearing it out and you begin to feel better and better and better. And it's so weird. It's like this little switch just flicks inside. I don't have to logically think about it. All of a sudden, you know what? I can take a deep breath. I feel peaceful. And I think that was some of the stuff I found the most amazing is, you know, coming from a logical mind place, I wanted to understand it, but it's like, it just shifts inside. It's almost like the soul and the spirit steps up and says, let me take the driver's seat for a little while. You just hang out in the back and and let me show you who you are. Yeah. And when you actually are in that version of yourself where you can accept yourself for who you are and seeing the perfection in everything that's gotten you to where you are. When you said, you know, you get better and better, better. I'm like, that doesn't even describe it. There is a confidence. There is a love. There is an acceptance and appreciation you have for yourself. And when you can walk through life, just in that power, you see the beauty in everything. You know, like even when you see someone yelling at somebody else, you can look at them and you can say, oh my goodness, there's something deeper going on and you can have compassion and appreciation for them for what they're going through. But you can just look at life so differently and it just just fills your heart. You walk around like a Care Bear sometimes. I just feel so much love and so happy for everything and everybody that it's just, yeah, it just changes things. Yeah. And I think, as you said, it's such a powerful thing and we can step back. You know, when we talk about step into your divinity, Mm -hmm. this is how we change our life. This is how we change our community and our world because we stop judging outside. We stop blaming everything outside. We stop reacting to situations and we can just hold that person in love knowing that they're going through exactly what they are creating for their own experience. And -hmm. our job is not to take that from them. Yeah. It's actually, it's witnessing their own manifestations. Literally. Yeah. Sometimes that's really tough, especially with loved ones when you see somebody struggling and you just want to get in and fix it for them. Mm -hmm. And the more we grow and as I said, the understanding and having that ability to step back and say, you know, I'm sorry that this person is experiencing this, but I'm just going to send them love knowing that that is, as you said, Kim, their creation. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. challenge people. I've been working with a coaching client. She's very left brain, which is beautiful as well. And so I, I've sent her some homework. And I said, one of the things I want you to do is every day as part of your spiritual practices, we're working on life purpose and what we want to create in our life. I said, take one of those aspects and then go into that imagination. I want you to create a story around that. Mm-hmm. I want you to be in the feeling. And as we said, just sit in it, imagine it, create it, go into the feeling. Because I think it's almost like nowadays we're so much into the electronics. We're so focused on other things. We've almost forgotten how to use our imagination. Mm-hmm. We can think about something, but let's take the minute, take a breath and f- be in the feeling of that creation. That is, as we said, the true power of manifesting. So I would challenge people to take that time, even if it's only five minutes, when you think about something you want to create and go into your mind, go into that feeling, go into that, you know, movie as though you're sitting watching it and how powerful that can be. Something we don't do so much. No, because we're distracted. 
We are constantly distracted. I'm looking at a TV right now in my background here, you know, or it's a cell phone or it's family. We are constantly distracted. So taking that time is so important to be able yeah. to visualize. Go back to those days as a kid where you just kind of stare up at the sky and look at the clouds and just daydream and let your mind wander. It's such yeah. a beautiful thing. We should do that as kids. We don't do it anymore. And that might be another podcast, Kim, is is visualizing, you know, what does that represent? How do we actually do it? Because I think there's a big part of us that has forgotten. You know, when I was a kid, we went outside and played hide and seek or we rode our bikes and everything. And nowadays it seems to be the games and the computers and the iPads. And we've really, truly kind of, I feel we've really kind of lost that side and it's time to come back to that place. Some of the best things that we can be teaching our children as well. Yeah. It's like like coming back to that inner child. Yeah. As adults. That's a podcast right there. Yeah, very much so. (laughs) So this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us on our conversation today about manifesting the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure to come back next week for discussion around healing your soul. Me and Kim are going to go a little bit more in depth into how we actually heal our soul. This is how spiritual Mm -hmm. coaching comes in. This is about finding out what those limiting beliefs are, what those commands and stories on and ways that we can shift and change it. I mean, this is the big work that me and Kim do that we love to do because you can see somebody just totally shift who they are. So we're super excited to bring forward some information on coaching on that one. So until then, this is Paula and Kim. And don't forget that you are powerful. I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.